Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. There's an overabundance of anxiety in our world today, and some experts consider anxiety to be the world's biggest impending mental health challenge. But when you hear about vitamin D, you automatically think only of of calcium and bone health. But what if vitamin D could improve your mood? Now, this is information that you are going to want. The ever popular vitamin D is commonly known as the sunshine vitamin. And like sunshine, it's been found to positively alter mood. Remember John Denver saying about this years ago, sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy. Oh, well, okay. This is not a music video. Um, But but there's a there's growing evidence, a forest of evidence that vitamin D plays an important role in brain and nervous system health and disease. So it really affects uh, anxiety, and I want I want to convince you of that in this brief podcast. As far back as 20 years ago, uh, it was suggested and proven that vitamin D was really the forgotten neurosteroid. It's more of a hormone than actually a vitamin because of the myriad of of essential functions that it performs. But it's especially important in the brain and nervous system. Now, the sunshine vitamin, uh, sunshine is such a great description for vitamin D. Uh, Because since the beginning of humanity, we've mostly derived our vitamin D from sunshine on our skin and our shoulders. Uh, So it was easily taken for granted. But now we spend so much uh, less time outdoors than our ancestors did. So the association between uh, depressive disorders, I mean, anxiety as well as depression, and vitamin D deficiency Uh, from a lack of sunshine, from sun exposure, is well established. And in fact, it was first recorded 2,000 years ago and and is found in ancient literature. So when research studies look at uh, vitamin D levels of people who have anxiety disorders uh, versus those who do not have anxiety disorders, they generally find lower levels of vitamin D in the people who are suffering from anxiety. Now, I've not found a study that states that low vitamin D is a cause of anxiety, but that's not what we're talking about today. And that's generally not what we're talking about. We're not talking cause. We have to get away from thinking that there's this single cause or this single solution for all of these chronic problems that we're suffering from and that are stealing uh, the, the vitality from so many people. There was an interesting study from Czech Republic and they found that um, the, the people who had anxiety disorders generally had vitamin D levels below 20. And the control group, the people who weren't suffering, uh, had vitamin D levels above 34. This study concluded that both anxiety as well as depression are associated with vitamin D levels. And associated is a strong enough term because that's something we can do something about. Now, vitamin D has been found to play a key role in virtually all areas of human 
uh, body vitality. I mean, it's essential to detoxify uh, medications. It it helps uh, detoxify environmental toxins. It protects the brain. That's what we're talking about mostly today. Uh, it's, it's very anti-inflammatory in all areas of the body. Vitamin D is beneficial for your heart and has well-documented research in terms of anti-cancer actions. Now, there are incredible studies lately uh, related to COVID-19 recovery because of vitamin D's regulation of the innate and the adaptive immune systems. It's really great for overall immunity. And it just has incredible visible anti-aging effects because it helps protect the skin and invisible you know, positive effects because it, it helps protect um, your genetic code against damage. And we know that low vitamin D increases the risk of prediabetes, which leads to diabetes. I talked about prediabetes in episode 15. Now, virtually every cell type in the body has a vitamin D receptor. And so that, you know, helps explain why there's so many different actions in so many different tissues. So here we are back to anxiety disorders, and they are skyrocketing. They complicate um, they complicate your lifestyle. They impact relationships. We talk about that these bodies are merely our relationship vehicles while we're here on Earth, and there's a lot of reasons that they impact uh, our relationship vehicles. Our food has changed. Our stress levels have uh, increased. We are sleeping less. We are moving less. We have, you know, often have a lot of Facebook friends, but we don't, sometimes we don't have anybody that we really can be ourselves with that, that who loves us unconditionally. It's hard. It's easy to have a lot of Facebook friends. It's harder to have true friendships. We just live in this crazy world of chaos. Um, Now, vitamin D was first characterized as a vitamin back in the 20th century, but now it's actually recognized as a pro-hormone. And as I said, there's vitamin D receptors all over the body. Uh, When you hear about vitamin D, there's two major forms. There's vitamin D2 and vitamin D3. Now, vitamin D2 is the form that's added to foods, like added to milk, and it's derived from plant sources uh, such as vegetables, some herbs, um, and some fruits. But vitamin D is a little different. It's synthesized in the skin, you know, from sunshine. And it can be uh, consumed in the diet, but it's very, very difficult to get enough of it in your diet. Uh, Foods that contain vitamin D are mostly animal-based foods, and they're mostly fatty fish. So... So that's why it's it's tough to get a bunch if you're not um, outside and you almost have to be outside naked at noon uh, when your shadow is shorter than you to to get the right rays that give you vitamin D. So this this ultraviolet sun sunlight synthesis of vitamin D, you know, it depends on the season, it depends on the latitude where you live, and it depends on the amount of sun skin exposure. Um, that skin exposure, uh, as well as sun exposure. So, you you know, if you don't have a really tall fence, you might need to take supplements. And also, the melanin um, in the skin, uh, the more melanin in the skin uh, can block the absorption of, of sunlight. So darker-skinned people are more likely to be affected by the negative health consequences of lower vitamin D levels. So you can see that there's a, there are many environmental factors. So however you get your vitamin D from the sun, from from food or from supplements, you have to make sure that you get it if you really want to enjoy a life of energy and vitality and and minimal illness. You know, according to uh, many research articles that I've reviewed, experts 
agree that the recommended daily intake of vitamin D should be revised upward from 200 to 600 international units a day to at least 1,000 international units a day, because this would raise the levels up to into the minimum preferred range of over 30. And and that would alleviate many of the health-related consequences of, of low vitamin D. I literally could talk for days about vitamin D. I love talking about it because I've seen it change so many people's lives. It's inexpensive, it's easy, and it's highly related to vitality. But in today's episode 16, a Vitality Mindset Made Simple, I'm going to concentrate and tackle vitamin D as related to anxiety, as related to your mood. Now, anxiety can be debilitating, and it's important to recognize the symptoms and to understand what's happening. One of the most common symptoms of anxiety is excessive worrying. And obviously, there's a lot of chaos in our world, and there's a lot for people to worry about. So many, But many people worry excessively and disproportionately to daily life. And this is the worry that's persistent and that actually starts to interfere with life. Now, these feelings of anxious, anxiousness can cause uh, the nervous system to go into overdrive. So, so because it's a stress response, it's dry mouth, shaky hands, racing pulse, sweaty palms. Now, these stress symptoms occur because your brain is sensing danger and it, and it causes your body to stay on high alert in order to react to the danger. Now, this is part of our elegant design. I mean, we are designed to respond appropriately to danger. So in the case of a true threat, uh, these effects would be helpful. They're going to help you run faster and jump higher, and they're going to be short term. They are debilitating when the fear is mostly in your mind and when, when it persists. So because of this fear arousal, your body is shunting, you know, blood away from your digestive system. You're not uh, processing your food. It's shunting it to your muscles because you're, you're ready to, you know, run away or fight. Your heart rate stays increased. Your stress hormones uh, rage, which heightens your senses. Uh, just, you know, your body is getting ready in case you need to run away or fight. So that causes... Um, you know, restlessness, you know, being on edge is another common sign of anxiety. And it's how a lot of people describe it. And of course, this is going to lead to fatigue, which is not shocking at all. Uh, anxiety, unfortunately, is affecting so many children and teenagers these days. And um, so it's harder to, you know, it's harder to recognize, I think. But it's very logical that being chronically restless and on edge and being fatigued, as expected, will lead to difficulty concentrating and on what is called your working memory. Your working memory is that part of your memory that holds short-term information. So during times of high anxiety, it's common and it's even normal, and we talk about normal, uh, normal to experience like this dramatic decrease in being able to remember things. Uh, you'll People will say they have brain fog because they're they're suffering from anxiety. So um, then that can lead to irritability. Well, duh. You know, when you're worrying excessively, when your body's in a state of constant stress, when you're on edge, when you're fatigued, then you are going to be irritable. So uh, you know, this, this heightened state will also negatively affect your sleep. And we all know that sleep is really a nutrient that we can't live without. So you can see this 
this effect. I mean, everything leads to something else. And all of this affects relationships. And if this anxiety progresses and worsens, it can lead to panic attacks, um, avoidance of social situations. It's It really can put your relationship vehicle in the shop, it can stall it. So, so how does vitamin D affect all of this? How does vitamin D dampen anxiety? Well, we know now that vitamin D is uh, involved in neurotransmission. Now, this means that the billions of nerve cells in the brain need absolutely require vitamin D in order to communicate with each other. Vitamin D helps decrease the inflammation in the brain and uh, and in the whole central nervous system. And this neuroinflammation is believed to be one of the main triggers for anxiety. So these pro-inflammatory cytokines, we've heard a lot about pro-inflammatory cytokines as related to COVID-19, they stall, they negatively impact the nerve transmission in your brain. So you can really see how if vitamin D is going to help these nerves um, fire, then and inflammation's going to slow the firing, then you need to make sure your vitamin D level is is good so that your your brain can work properly. I mean, it's just very much very much like an engine that needs the right components to fire. Uh, vitamin D's anti-inflammatory effect throughout the body is well studied, well documented. Uh, there's another potential, and I have to say potential because although it's um, extremely documented, you know, we always have to say potential, but there's a link between vitamin D3 and a healthy gut microbial balance. And I'm going to spend a whole uh, podcast on talking about the gut and vitamin D because, you know, even though we say potential, oh my goodness, I've seen so many people feel better, have better gut health when they get their vitamin D level into a healthy range. The general immune effects of vitamin D are well recognized and we know that adequate vitamin D is essential even just for maintaining a healthy intestinal barrier. So if you want to know a little bit more about leaky gut, listen to episode uh, 13, I believe, uh, because if you if you want to feel good, you've got to keep your digestive uh, system running smoothly. You don't want to you don't want to be one of those people that are full of it. Um, so vitamin D, uh, you know, as I said earlier, affects is a pro hormone and it affects the production of other hormones. So if your hormones are out of whack, you're necessarily gonna have more anxiety. It just supports the body in a myriad of ways. Everything supports everything, but it's one of the very baseline levels of health. Bottom line, vitamin D, a good level of vitamin D will dampen your anxiety. Now, low vitamin D, for clarity, does not cause anxiety, but many people who suffer from anxiety have low vitamin D, and they feel better when they get into more optimal ranges. Uh, this this pro-hormone supports all of your body systems and helps you deal with the stressors of life. It, it basically helps you be more resilient in all areas. And a key is to know your level. You have to get your vitamin D checked. You have to have a finger stick or a blood test, and you have to know what it is. You don't want to get too much. You don't want to get too little. You want it in the optimal range, what I would call the, the Goldilocks range, the just right range. Um, so, you know, on, on, 
Vitality Mindset Made Simple, we want to resist normal on many fronts, and vitamin D is no different, because normal in our world is is low vitamin D. It's also dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, and totally stressed out. You know, the normal person likely is on the low end or even in the suboptimal area of vitamin D. According to some recent research in the Journal of Pharmacology, uh, vitamin D insufficiency affects almost 50% of the global population. Now, this is insufficiency, the level that's needed to prevent rickets or other direct deficiency problems. So that's very different than the functional medicine model, um, you know, where we want it to be, you know, above, you know, 50 nanograms a mil. Even the vitamin D council is suggesting a target range of 50 nanograms per mil. In my um, medical school master's program, it was you know, the, the goal was to get it up around 80 to 100. Talk to your physician about that. Um, you know, the key is to get it tested. Physicians who are reading their literature will likely s- suggest that you get tested, and they're going to know this material. Uh, they will understand that it matters because it's in every single medical journal that I've researched, and and that's a lot. I mean, it's it's everywhere. It's very, very common knowledge in the research. Unfortunately, sometimes it can take 20 years for the research to actually hit the clinical practice. So if your doctor does not suggest it, ask about it and even request that you get uh, tested. You can easily find great information on PubMed about this. Um, it's it's widespread. So thank you for joining me today for episode 16 of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Remember, healthy doesn't have to be confusing, expensive, or no fun because a vitality mindset takes the stress out of being healthy. So please subscribe and share. We are now in 18 countries and 166 cities, and that is because of you. Thank you so much. Blessings until next time.